what does it mean to alpha up? I love that phrase. That that means I can be better, I can be brighter, I can grow, I can change. That's what it means. Damn. Alpha means I can change. To alpha up to me means taking full and complete responsibility, looking reality in the face and acknowledging that it sucks. An alpha believes differently. An alpha believes that he will achieve, he will overcome. To alpha up means that I have to accept my reality, but I'm not gonna stay in that reality. So I will accept where I am in this moment. And then in the next moment, I'm gonna take a step in a different direction. And so that's what alpha up means to me, is to move forward and to want better and to believe better. And, and then eventually, we'll be better. That's what it is. That's what it is. If you're a man that controls his own destiny, a man that is always in the pursuit of being better, you are in the right place. You are responsible. You are strong. You are a leader. You are a force for good. Gentlemen, you are the Alpha, and this is the Alpha Quorum. Welcome back to the Alpha Quorum Show. Brad Singletary here with my buddy, Taco Mike. Glad to have you again, sir. What up? Hey, so we want to talk about, in general, what this is all about. We've had just exponential growth on this Facebook group. Um, our podcast has kind of gone through the roof, the downloads. And so there may be some guys that want a quick understanding of what we are and what this is all about. So just wanted to give some perspective. But before we do that, uh, just want to check in with you. It's been a few weeks since we asked how you're doing. People are interested in you, sir. What you been up to? Dude, it's been a good last week. Um, I spent uh, 1,400 miles on a, on a motorcycle going through a, a cool, like, to best of the best of Utah. We, I met up with a buddy, Justin. Justin's in the, in the group, and he is a good dude, and he put on this nice little friend, friend ride and, and just extended invitation to a lot of guys, and I think there's a handful of the guys probably listening to this who were on that ride. And we, we just rolled on these bigger bikes. So, you know, you kind of have different classes of motorcycles. There's dirt bikes. I guess you even have smaller mini bikes, right? Like mm -hmm. little, little kids' bikes. Dirt bikes, which is a, a, a standard sort of off-road motorcycle. And then you graduate up, and then you've got something called ADV bikes or adventure bikes. And those are like a legit-sized motorcycle. They'll do 100 miles an hour on the road. and But those are going to have some suspension, off-road tires. It's built like a truck. It's like a truck of a motorcycle, what it looked like to me. I think so. Yeah, and in the back, it's going to have some bags and luggage stuff and a fairing and you're going to be able to take that that dirt bike on the road 100 miles an hour and then when it's dirt you're going to be able to ride the dirt road it's not a dirt bike so if it gets ru really rough really rocky kind of single track stuff like little hiking trail stuff you're not going to be able to do that but you can do any dirt road um and so uh justin and it and his buddy dominic uh, two really high 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 caliber high quality dudes very good dudes. They put on this week-long ride, and just, I don't know, 22 or 23 of us went out, and we toured Utah. We did all of these great national parks. We went around um, Lake Powell. Oh, yeah, that's so awesome. So beautiful. Monument Valley. Just saw these amazing places, sites in southern Utah, and it was super epic. We had great campfires. We had 
you know, 20 dudes sitting around a campfire doing good shit, cool stuff, you know, um, living outside. We were camping. We camped for four nights off these motorcycles. And the whole idea was to just create experiences where dudes will, you know, we struggle and sweat and get through it and get hurt. Bikes break down, you know, all of the things, take chances, push ourselves, have competitions, um, you know, razz each other, make fun of each other, laugh at ourselves, laugh at each other, and then sit around at a campfire and then kind of relive those experiences of the day, go to sleep and begin it again and do that day after day after day. That's man shit. Yeah. And that's what we did. And those two guys created that opportunity for the rest of us to have that experience for ourselves and with them. And it was, it was fantastic. It was really, really fantastic. And that was a, um, that's been the highlight. That's the only like thing I've done in this whole quarantine thing that sort of qualifies as like man level stuff. Everything else I've been doing is what everyone else has been doing, you know, working from home, cleaning up the garage. Yeah. Doing projects, stuff like that. So if we're going back, you know, since started quarantine, I've done all the normal stuff that everyone else has done. And then I finally have started to go out and, do some of this stuff that I usually do. Those pictures were crazy. And it looks like you had a drone following around like video. There's a videographer doing this stuff. That was awesome. I, yep. That was pretty cool. It was really good. We have a guy named Joey Webb who went on the trip and he is high ca- high class, had a drone, GoPros, like he had legit setup, and then put together that little video. And then he's going to throw, I guess a bunch of footage together later and make a longer video. It's fun to have a, like documentation of your experience. So many guys go out on trips and then we don't take pictures of ourselves or each other. Right. And I think this, this setup, we tried to like do that, try to memorialize the experience. It's valuable. That's awesome. What about you? What What's exciting for you? So I, uh, I've been wanting to do this for about a year, but I just started this kind of fitness and diet challenge called 75 hard was created by Andy Frizzella. He's a, he owns a nutrition company kind of, I don't know, started 10 or 15 years ago. You know, he was working like painting stripes on pavement for his job. And then he built this company from the ground up and he's just doing really well now, hundreds of millions of dollars. But anyway, he has this fitness challenge called 75 hard and it's basically this. So for 75 days, you work out twice a day, two 45 minute workouts, and one of them has to be outside. So that that right there is a pretty extreme uh, requirement. So two 45-minute workouts a day, one of them has to be outside. The next one is to just pick a diet, whatever whatever it is, stick to it, no cheap meals, no alcohol. So clean eating, whatever that means to you, pick your own. Drink a gallon of water a day. I've been peeing all night. We've been having to interrupt the show to go to the bathroom. But So a gallon of water a day. And then read 10 minutes a day, something, you know, inspirational, some kind of self-help stuff, stuff with information or skills in it. And then I think the other one's like take a, basically take a selfie. So it's a, a progress pick. I, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really doing the progress pick. So I guess I'm not actually doing that full speed. But so some of the guys in my group uh, that I lead, actually all of them agreed and some of them are really getting after it. And we have this little contest. So we're kind of keeping score and however many of those boxes you check every day. So everybody 
gets a points value. I'm probably in third place out of about nine guys or something. So How it's are just you guys? a challenge because I, I always talk myself out of, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Could I drink a gallon of water a day? You know, what if I, what if I can't work out? I'm just doing the best that I can every single day. And it's, it's been about almost two weeks of it now. So how are you guys tracking that progress? What do you, do you have a Facebook group? Is this a spreadsheet? It's a, it's a, it's just shared Google docs or Google sheets and it just automatically calculates and you have the date and, um, you just go in there and under your name, click on the thing and what you did. It adds up the points and, um, there's a little scoreboard at the front. And so it's interesting to me that some of the guys, one of the guys is in his fifties, but some of the people that said they couldn't do it or wouldn't do it, they're doing it anyway. They're finding themselves, drinking more water, trying to eat more healthy. And even if, they, if they're not doing it perfectly, they're more intentional about what they're doing. And that's kind of the point. You know, none of us are, you, to look at us, a couple of guys are pretty fit, but most of us are average dudes. And, and um, anyway, it's just, it's something I've wanted to do. And I had been a little scared and finally kind of manned up and did it. What do you think pushed you into, into doing it? Is it the, the group effort? I think it's the group and just the, I, I had always wanted to do that. You know, I was very active earlier in my life. I played college football and just you know lifted weights and did a lot of that. And then for 20 years, just went kind of dark on the whole fitness and activity thing and um, all kinds of issues with weight, ended up having a weight loss surgery. Anyway, it just was calling for me. My body needed me to, maybe it's that cortisol we talked about. I just needed to burn some of that stuff off and find a way to expend some of that energy. So that's what I've been up to. That's what I'm most proud of lately. So this program sounds super well-rounded. I have heard, and everyone's heard of like, where it's just exercise, right. just fitness, just, just the diet thing, just a diet thing. So a couple of things that are interesting about this is you can pick any diet you want. He's not telling you, you have to pick this diet because right. a lot of those, here's your diet plan. Yeah. You got to do this. You got to right. eat that. But what's interesting is it's throwing in this like little reading component. This is yeah. like being self-reflective yep. and meditative. Mm -hmm. Is he go so far as to say like incorporate any breathing or meditation or self like legitimate self-reflection into this? I don't know. I guess the only self-reflection he talks about is taking a picture, you know, and I hate the idea of a selfie, but I think he's thinking you're going to look different if you do this in se for 75 days. And the pictures that I've seen of people that have done that, yeah, you can tell you're losing, you know, 20, 30 pounds or whatever. And so, or, or you know, firming up and looking good. So maybe that's less, uh, maybe that's more kind of superficial and less reflective that way. But I wish we could replace that one for the, I don't know, journaling or something. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you guys modify it and then yeah. agree to the new terms. Yeah, we'll call it the 75 Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's a call to us to come up with something that's like right. this. Maybe, like legit, maybe we need Seriously. to develop our own little program and then have some kind of website thing. Yeah. So maybe if somebody's listening and they think, oh man, I would love to participate in a program like that, but, but I don't want to do it on my own. You know, honestly, for me, I've never in my life, never once... Uh, with one exception, my wife read the Whole30 book. I read that book too. Whole30, I don't know if you know the program, but it's kind of like caveman style eating of mm -hmm. like, you know, more, if it doesn't Protein. look like food, don't right. eat it. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Eat things that look like food. Right. Look like what it is. And so we did that. And I did it for 30 days. I felt damn good. Felt really good. I would never have done that if she hadn't have sort of um, wanted to do it initially. Mm -hmm. So I've never once in my life done any program of any type where I was on my own. Oh, and I've only done one, this one, and it was with somebody else with my wife, my wife. So I would be willing to participate in some self-improvement 
kick program, diet, exercise, reflection, spiritual growth, like, you know, something that would incorporate and create like this whole nice, well-rounded sort of um, the goal of like making me more, more well-rounded in all ways, in all categories. Oh, that's so awesome. But I'd only do it. If it was in a group and there's other people and I could sort of like be competitive about it. That's kind of cool. You know, we, that, that competitive part, we've talked about that. One of the needs of men is to compete and whatever. And that's a healthy, that's a healthy thing. And I'm sure on the, on the bike trips, it's like who can get up the hill first or there's probably some of that element there of like, who's got the fastest, shiniest bike or whatever. So with this one, yeah, it's, a, it's literally a scoreboard. That's what we call it. Let's check the scoreboard, you know, and there's one guy who's just killing it every day and others who are thinking, you know, Oh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm neck and neck with fourth place, you know, and <laughs> that'll be, be better than the last place or whatever. So, uh, I love that idea. Maybe there are some people out there. We've got some physicians on board, I know, and people maybe, I don't know, into nutrition and fitness. So, so which, I'm thinking <clears throat> exactly that. Maybe we get a couple of people who are in our group already that understand all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's create our own little program. Let's make a website. This is all easy stuff. I think I'm just talking out of my butt. Well, I think it's, I, I like what you're saying about it can be more sort of well-rounded, but less restrictive in some ways. You know, there's some diabetic who can't eat this way or somebody with gallbladder problems who can't eat that way. Maybe it's more open to, in some things, maybe the activity levels, you know, there, there are some 70 year olds in our, in our group. They should be able to do it too. Okay. Well, we better figure that out and make it happen. That's awesome. What we wanted to talk about today is just for those people who are new to our message, we've been, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, actually, but we wanted to just talk about what this is all about and why do we start. So I'm Brett, this is Brad here, and I'm a clinical therapist. I've been in the field of counseling for about 22 years. And one day, a few years ago, I realized that almost everyone that I worked with was either a man, uh, the wife of a man, children of a man or someone who had been hurt by a man. And I just realized with some of my own failures under my belt and these things that I kept seeing that men, so many men are feeling powerless or they're overdoing their power and control or they're self-medicating or they're just men are struggling in many cases. And so I've, found this passion to just start looking at some of the literature out there about the needs of men, uh, considering my own problems and pain that I created for myself. And so I got in a conversation with a friend of mine, Derek Johnson, and uh, we thought we would start a podcast. We've done all different kinds of topics that took us a little bit to kind of figure out what we wanted to even do with it. You know, we toyed with little, I guess, political topics or different things about spirituality and relationships and I think over that first season, we, we, we narrowed some of that kind of down. What we found is that we literally have a worldwide audience. Uh, there's some statistics and things that you can look through um, where we publish our podcast. We just, uh, I think today, reached 11,000 downloads. And uh, that's decent, you know, for beginners, for total amateurs. It's 11,000 times somebody clicked on our episode to hear what we have to say. That's pretty cool. We found that 67% of our listeners are men, so the rest are women. Uh, my son was even telling me tonight, he was helping me set up the mics and everything, that one of his friends, uh, this this girl, apparently, this teenage girl, 16-year-old girl, listens to the show. How's that? <laughs> I don't How know. But I was know? like, I should give her a shout-out on the show. And he's like, don't say her name, don't say her name. But anyway, um, he was in here secretly 
videotaping me with the Snapchat, and I guess he was probably sending her something, and who knows, maybe I'm on TikTok right now with my bald head, but anyway. I don't even know what those all word salad <laughs> stuff you just said is. We've had this exponential growth recently, and in fact, in the last episode, the one called Shit Sandwich, um, that one had almost, well, more than double um, the downloads of every other episode that we've had, even those that have been up for two years, and so something is happening. Something is taking root. And uh, we just are very excited about what's happening. We just also two weeks ago started a private Facebook group for men. I can't believe it took us this long to do this, but maybe we didn't know how or what it was we were trying to accomplish. But uh, Mike tells me that as we speak, we're almost at 500 members. These are, again, men all over the world, uh, people from, you know, people from all walks of life, different races and religions and and backgrounds, professions, uh, there are physicians on there, truck drivers, welders, people that ride dirt bikes, and people that are nurses and teachers and all kinds of different things, uh, artists and so forth. So we wanted to address those of you who might be new to us, uh, to our message, and basically share what it is that we believe. We believe that men change their lives by engaging with a tribe to improve their actions, attitudes, attributes. And a while back, I just, you know, as I looked at what it is that makes a man an alpha, what is an alpha anyway? An alpha is a leader. An alpha is a, the bright shining star. An alpha is maybe the, the strongest in the in animal kingdom and so forth. And so I just really like that terminology about an alpha. And as I consider what attributes and attitudes make that kind of man, I thought about responsibility. So this is comes from, this is on our website, it's called the Red Nine. And chime in here, Mike, if you hear anything you want to add to here. So an alpha is responsible. He handles his business. He's not going to see himself as a victim. You know, he's taking care of his own needs, those in his stewardship. He's accepting things that he can't change. We talk about that in many of our shows about the need for acceptance. But he changes the things that are unacceptable that he can change. Um, he's accountable to his goals and the needs of those that, you know, in his, in his tribe, and his family. Never blaming others, never becoming the bad guy himself. He's responsible. And that means sometimes rescuing the vulnerable, but not letting yourself get in a place of entanglement with perpetual victims. You're not... You're rescuing the truly vulnerable, but avoiding entanglements with perpetual victims who are going are gonna to get you caught up in a bad way. So responsible. And Alpha is resourceful. He leverages available resources. He knows how to research. He knows how to study. He knows how to figure things out. He gains assets, and he maintains those things with some, with some good judgment. Always expanding his knowledge trying to be self-reliant, be prepared, resourceful. One of my favorites here is that an alpha is reverent. So what does that mean? We had a whole show on this. It basically means that you're seeing the big picture, you're humble, teachable, service-oriented, you have gratitude, um, you're recognizing mortality, recognizing that one day you're going to die and valuing life and 
that I think also includes accepting and seeking contact with a higher power. Whatever that is to you. I heard somebody who went to a 12 step group and they, they couldn't, they just couldn't believe in the traditional concept of God. And so for him, his higher power was the Pacific ocean, you know, the spring mountains, you know, his, his Labrador retriever, you know, as an innocent being, that was his higher power. Um, so that we're, so reverence means that we're really tuned into the spiritual. I think that's a key one. One of the, one of the touchstones of my life has been the outward look beyond myself. I'm an arrogant prick <laughs> most of the time. And having a grounding and a higher power means that I need to slow my roll and I need to realize that there is no sun orbiting around me. There's no, there's no nothing orbiting, but some flies in my hair. That's about the <laughs> only thing orbiting around me, as it should be. And so humility, like you talked about, and then having, having a, a relationship or a want of a relationship with a higher power is key. I know we have a lot of guys who are both in, out, and going out of religion. And that's okay. Doesn't matter. We don't care. I don't care. I personally don't care. Um, I have friends who are full-throated atheists, like loudmouth atheists. And that's cool. It's all good. Um, that ain't me, and I don't want to be that. But I don't want you to change. I want you to sleep at night, and I want you to have peace. And if that's your thing, don't ever change. Um, so some of us though, get hung up on that one, this whole like construct of spirituality and higher power and God, when you are talking to a guy and that's a hang up for him, do you have any, any words to smooth through that and get past that? Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, spirituality in its core is really about connection you know, and if you're connected to the earth, if you're connected to other people, I can imagine there were probably moments for you on this trip you just described about, you know, just appreciating the beauty that's out there and the amazing view and how you're connected to all that as a, as a person in this creation, you know. So maybe, maybe for me this reverence idea is just immense respect, gratitude, feeling connected to other people, connected to some bigger picture sense you know this is not about religion for sure i like that you i didn't think about it until you just brought it up the whole on that motorcycle trip there were moments as i ponder right now there were moments on the bike cruising the temp the air temperature was perfect the sun is shining it's warm and i'm looking at four or five guys in front of me in the mirror a couple of guys behind me and the scenery is just rolling out and it's beautiful and Everything in that moment, like I just had a good lunch, whatever. Everything in that moment is exactly right. Having moments of feeling super peaceful and profoundly calm. And then having that warm glow of joyous, like, love. Is that maybe the word? Yeah. Right? A, a, a love and an appreciation and an acknowledgement that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a ball you got a big wheel turning and there's a bunch of bearings and I'm just one of them. I'm not the wheel. I'm not turning the wheel, but I'm a bearing and I'm a part of the wheel and the wheel 
rolls smoother and better with me in it and the and the and the more i can contribute to that the turning of that wheel the better it is for me the better it is for the wheel and everyone else involved and just that that feeling of like real complete wholeness super cool super duper duper cool and just like that happened multiple times with just that nice buzz. It's a buzz. It's a buzz. It's a total buzz. It's a hundred percent buzz. And you can call it your higher power. You can call it the universe, the zone, God, Yahweh, give it any old name you want. It's all good. I don't care. Um, but it's getting clicked in to that, to that wavelength, like plugging your wiring into that battery to me, that's this line item of reverent. Yeah. Just awe, respect, love. Maybe those all go to that. And Alpha is energetic. So this is about your body. We talked in the last show. I don't know what order we're going to post these in tonight, but we've talked about what to do with your body, preserving your natural strength, taking care, putting, using the right fuel. You know, we're talking about diet, rest. You know, are you sleeping enough? Are you oversleeping? Are you conscientious when you're, you know, when you're using supplements, medication, you know, you're pumping yourself full of steroids. You're not a freaking alpha. I'm sorry. Uh, are you avoiding, avoiding destructive indulgences? You know, you're choosing things that bring you strength to your body. Um, I just think that being energetic and maintaining your energy helps you to, to be a productive man. You know, earlier in one of our episodes, you, you made this great analogy about gasoline in an engine. Just imagine buying this ultra-high-performance car, McLaren F1, Ferrari. You've got this machine that was so much thought and engineering and, and expense went into creating this. You go down, you spend big coin to get this, and then you pour in maple syrup <laughs> and some orange juice right and some tang <laughs> like you you just pour in nonsense into the tank and hit the gas and then you're you wonder like what the hell that's so many of us are doing that with our body and that's our car and we don't give a crap and we think we're in we think we're like invincible just dump in pills booze you name it, charge it hard, run hard, steroids, got to look good, supplements, over-supplementing. What are these like, um, you know, you go to the health food store and you, it's like almost steroids and it's almost, right, right. you know, it's that stuff that's like that uh, human Just growth. Work around, yeah. All that stuff, for real? Yeah. That's in your tank? And some people, some guys I think are, they're underutilizing that. They, they, they won't go to the doctor. You know, they don't, they don't go get that thing fixed. The, the little medication that can help with all these other things, they won't do it. You know, they have sleep apnea and they won't use the machine. And so Ooh, that's good. That kind of stuff. So That's dysfunction on the other way. The other way, like, I don't need to go to the doctor. I'm fine. I'm totally good, you know. and uh, So it's being conscientious about all that. Hey, your body matters. This is your vehicle, man. How's it running? You know, how's your, how's your machine operating? Just going on here, uh, an alpha's engaged. You know, that's being in the present, wherever you may be, you're immersed in the moment. This is living in the here and now, eliminating distractions, um, 
doing your work with a pleasant attitude. You know, you're sticking to it. Um, also enjoying leisure and recreation. That's something that maybe I should do more of, but I know some people do that way too much. Leisure and recreation, that's all they do. That's all they're about. Or people that um, cannot be entertained. They can't have fun. They can't go out and enjoy a, you know, a night on the town or people that that's all they do. Uh, maybe this one being engaged is about traditions and kind of the fun and enjoyment we talked before about smiling and laughter and just good vibes and being able to live in the present, using your voice to defend yourself and other people. Any thoughts about being engaged, you know, living, be, being where you are? Yeah, you know, this is something that I probably have a hard time with because I like to do 22 things at once. <laughs> I like to have, like I'm I'm during the day, I work at home, and most of what I do, if I'm not working on a bike, so I'm not I'm not hands on a bike, I'm hands on my computer because I'm doing parts or I've got something going down with that. But I'll have 22 tabs going, which I'm clicking into. You know what's going on here? What changed there? I like I like this constant flood of like newness on my phone. I have like 22. I got Facebook. I got Instagram clicking through. What it, it got an email ping. Got that. Oh, got a sale ting. Let's check that out. And so I'm constantly seeking the newness, like the continual drip of newness. It's somehow like it feels to me like I'm I'm immersed in like. I love the thought of like refreshing, like I'm going to refresh this and see what change, 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 new, change, new, change. That's not really living in the moment, is it? Because I'm living in that future. I want the next moment. Like I want the next moment to be newer, better, awesomer than this moment. And so that's, that's a deficiency on my part. It, it, it means that this moment isn't good enough. I need the, I need the, the next one. I need the next one to be gooder. <laughs> this one was good. This one is good, but I need the next next moment to be gooder, and that's that's exposing to me, right? That's exposing me as a bit. Uh, that's I'm, I'm weak there. So this one calls me out. This one hits me. I don't know. I th I see you as one of those guys who's very engaged and who you know I've I've seen you have conversations. You've talked about this on the show. Conversations even with me where you're writing things down as we're talking. You're, I think you're working through some of that stuff. The, all these trips and things that you take to be able to have fun and ride down the stairs at a casino on your mountain bike during the quarantine, like that's an, that's an engaged guy. That's a guy who's tuned in and clicked in. To be fixing these, these high-level machines that you're working with, I think you're pretty good at being engaged. The next one is enduring. A guy that I'm working with having some marital problems. He told me the other day, he texted me and said, I think this is it. This is the last straw. Whatever their fight was that day. I said, no, it's not the last straw. This, it ain't over. This is a fumble. You know, you threw an interception. Like this is like, get, take a breath, a breath and get back on the field. This is, this is not over. So to be enduring means that you are never out of the fight. You, you make adjustments if necessary, but you're going to persevere with some fortitude, some grit, and you, you know what's ahead of you. You know what the outcomes are. They're out in front of you. You have goals, and you're not losing sight of that that you're pursuing. You're just acquiring new tools. 
you're trying to use whatever's at your disposal to continue. And not only are you doing that for yourself, but you're inspiring other people to endure. I just think endurance, that's the guy who doesn't quit and just continues even when it's hard. That's an alpha. That's an alpha. Yeah. So many times people want to hang it up. Give, and I've been that person before. I've quit things, quit people, quit jobs. I've quit good habits that I had. I've, I've plenty of times have not been that person. But as an attribute, that's definitely as, as an action that an alpha takes. That's it. Endurance, not giving up. I will pat you on the back for that, and I'll give myself props too. I mean, I've got some deficiencies here, and there's, there's a few on these that I really need to I need to put some effort and energy into. The one thing that I do feel good about is my ability to endure, to take a bullet, to step into a bear trap, have have my leg chewed off, and just keep going. Like I'll just I'll just army crawl my way along until my limbs are all nothing, then I'll pull myself on the chin, and you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I just have this fire inside of me to to live. And to endure and to like never, I remember being a young guy, I don't know, high school or maybe a little bit later and reading, going, going through Winston Churchill speeches and just reading them. I must've, you know what? I just spent a lot of time at thrift stores. And I think what I did was in the book section, you just captivate me. And I think I got a couple of books of like, you know, Churchill speeches and some other great leaders and, and, and thought leaders like that. And I remember having a scratchy pencil, like a number two pencil and going through and just circling and underlining stuff because I thought that's freaking, that's nails. That's how you do it. That's how you live. And that stuff just sunk in, sunk in deep. And I do a lot of stuff bad and wrong and mediocre. There's one thing though, that I feel really solidly sort of like clicked into and that's, I'm going to endure. You're going to have to murder me to get me to stop. you got to kill me. Like, you, you want me to not continue on? You have to kill me for that. <laughs> Let me just say to you guys out there listening to this, you might be a badass, but you'll never be Taco Mike in high school in a thrift store reading <laughs> Winston Churchill speeches and probably he gnawed the pencil to where he could have a lead on the end of it and circling those things in the thrift. You will never be that. That is just an image of an alpha right there. Maybe so. Being in a thrift store, <laughs> reading Winston Churchill, you're in high school. <laughs> that is great, dude. I'm so serious. Pulling up in the front of the thrift store in my Volkswagen bus and <laughs> long hair. Man, those are good times. I peaked too soon. <laughs> we That's probably awesome. all did. All right. And alpha is discerning. So we're learning all the time, learning and discerning. You're investing in your knowledge, but also you're perceptive. So you're, you're, you're maintaining realistic expectations. You're, you're, you're objective, you're fair minded, rational in your judgments, um, fair in your judgments, both of yourself and other people. Um, you have opinions. And you can assertively express those opinions, even if they're unpopular. You're seeking worthy mentors and you heed their wisdom. So discernment really, to me, help me with that, Mike, the definition. But discernment to me means that you can see and you can read and you can perceive what is real. You can perceive what is. And um, you don't let your feelings get in the way. You don't let opinions get in the way. You don't let, uh, you know, other people's tricks get in the way but just that you can see and you're 
gathering information. You're learning. You're in the thrift store as a young person reading Winston Churchill. That's a discerning man, if you ask me. Um, so I think discerning, I think you nailed it. I think the only thing I would add to discerning is using wisdom and experience to influence your perceptions. So we, we did a show where we talked about reacting emotionally and some of us instantly we use our like emotional processing to make our decisions like our decisions are based if i'm mad that all of my decisions are going to be very um colored and influenced through that anger like i'm going to make irrational decisions reactively because i'm mad and i'm not going to be able to calm myself down i'm just going to like do things in that moment and say things in that moment that I'm just going to light fire to stuff because this is how I feel. I feel mad right now. So that's not exactly a definition of discerning, but but somebody who is discerning is able to look at themselves, look at other people. Maybe somebody who's discerning. Here's the, here's the thought stream I just got. Maybe somebody who's discerning is with that person and then is able to look at that and say, you know, they're they're in a shitstorm right now. Like, I'm just going to ignore I'm going to ignore what they're saying because it's, it's a throwaway. They're pissed. They're out of their mind. I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give them a full pass. This moment right here, it's going to be a write-off. I'm going to write everything off that they're saying. I don't need to win this one. I don't need to win this one. I'm going to let them just burn that out. Just go ahead, man. You take it. Just spin, spin, spin. When you're done, you'll have it all bled out, and then we'll talk. We'll have a second conversation. We'll have a conversation after this one because this was a full write-off. So somebody who's discerning is able to sort of like judge with deep authoritative like wisdom and fairness and fairness and character, and then just decide like, is this? Do I need to get involved in this? Is this a nothing? Is this? Is this? Per, you know, I'm not going to take this personally. Somebody who's discerning is able to just weigh all of that out, and then evaluate when they step in when they step away it's just this great sense it's a great word and it's a great sense of of how i am gonna um what am i gonna spend my money on my like you know your mental and emotional money figuratively is this worth my money no you keep it in my pocket yeah totally makes sense and an important part of that and the last thing there is about mentors and kind of this is the idea of tribe we've talked about this so much you may have no idea what to do you may be clouded by emotion and that's when you run to your brothers that's when you run to your boys and you say hey here's here's a situation here's the solution that i think i'm going to go with change my mind help me if help me if i'm wrong tell me if this is tell me if this is the right way to approach this so you need men to help you be discerning as well they'll give you they'll give you the truth they don't have any they don't have any reason to, to lie to you or be your cheerleader um the right ones will anyway so that's another way to be discerning disciplined boy this is one that i need to improve but this is about living orderly you know things are things are in order in your life you know what's going on your place isn't a complete wreck um, you're maintaining your stuff you know you know when the bills are due and even that your appearance and so forth it's you know you're, you're you're taking care of things as they should be taking care of time money your environment you know um you exercise some restraint you don't just go with whatever feels good but you temper your passions and you temper your appetites and you 
organize yourself and your things. Thoughts about discipline? Alphas are disciplined, would you say? Um, yeah, I'm not good at this. I mean, if you come to my garage, you'll see that I've got piles on piles. My piles grow piles. Um, you just got more tools than everybody else. Yeah, but I'm undisciplined with the way I like manage all that. So that's that's kind of a ding. Um, so I'd be a hypocrite if I added too much about this. But what I would say is that I seek to to improve. So that's something that I can I can say with a little bit of um, uh, with my head held high. Is I seek to improve that. My wife is great at the concept of systems. My wife says, "Look, if if." if you're failing at a thing, it's probably because you don't have a very good system mm -hmm. of managing whatever the moving pieces are that's involved. You don't have the headspace, the time, the interest, the whatever, the skill, the talent to deal with that. And so you just, your problem is you lack a system. You have a good system. And so I think that being a disciplined alpha is somebody who puts in enough work to create enough systems to run the things that he doesn't want to run or can't run, or shouldn't run. Maybe his time's better spent. You know, I shouldn't be spending my time organizing the garage, but I could put a system in place where I don't have to organize it because when I when I had that thing in my hand, instead of just tossing it in the pile, I have a nice, I have a tool rack or whatever and a thing, and, you know, it's just, it's a lack of systems. Or I just need to hire it out, sub it out. Right. So that's one that I can put some effort into. Yeah, processes. That's the thing, I guess, that helps you be disciplined. The last one here on the red nine, distinguished. And really, to me, that means to be capable, dignified. Um, you know, again, you're always sharpening yourself. Um, you're, 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 just, you're maintaining yourself in a way that can be respected, especially by the people that you respect. And that the way you uh, carry yourself speech and everything else it's purposeful so that doesn't mean you never swear it just means that you know exactly when to do it and exactly when not to do it and you're doing these things to to help yourself and people around you level up thoughts about being distinguished and dignified mike yeah i like to think about that as being respected being respectable so that you can be respected i'm not talking about in seeking approval now there's there's kind of a fine line there i think some guys walk around looking distinguished acting distinguished and they're looking for approval right they want to look above their station and that that's a slippery slope yeah it is so i think what matters is if you are distinguished look it's i think you've you've said it well here i am distinguished i'm dignified and capable i sharpen my intellect and develop my my frameworks of understanding in the world i think an alpha puts in the time, puts in the work to become respected because he adds value to everything in his life. So I think a distinguished person, I, the, my, my, the way I see this and read this and would interpret this is a, an alpha is looking to add value to everybody in every situation and everything in his life. He's looking to serve. There's a, there's a, so, so, I work for myself. I've got I've got a couple of businesses that I've started in the last six months or so, and they seem to be doing okay. They seem to be doing well, and I've put some stuff in place to make that happen based on a concept that was taught to me a couple of years ago when I listened to this guy Tony Litster, good dude. Um, I've read some stuff and and listened to him, and one of the things that stuck into my head was he said, "If you want." 
success, if you want business success, if you want financial success, if you want desire to achieve those things, and I do because I like those resources. To me, money is just a tool in my pocket. I want tools in my garage. Why wouldn't I want tools in my pocket? Why wouldn't I want as many green little paper tools in my pocket as I get, as I can, as I, as I earn, right? So he basically put into my head, add value and people will hand you their money. Just add value. Find something somewhere, some way and add value and you will have people telling you, take my money because you're adding this so much value to my life. And value, you can define that in lots of ways, but I'm going to define it in the terms of being distinguished. Wow, and, I love it. And so if I have distinguished myself, to me, being distinguished is like being unique, being a yeah, one-off. right. Right? Like the red flower around the white flower, that's a distinguished, the, the, visually, that's distinguishing itself. Like it's different. It's unique. So if I'm, if I'm a man of distinction, if I'm distinguished, I stand out from the rest. And the guy who stands out or the business who stands out attracts the attention, attracts the customer, attracts the, the wayward guy. You know, maybe some, maybe a way also you could apply this is like if you, and I know you do this, Brad, personally, you seek and endeavor to help men and to be a support for men. And you're distinguished in the way you do that by, by having this alpha quorum, by using resources and tools at your disposal in in new and imaginative and and clever ways and so you've distinguished yourself from the crowd there's other guys there's other homies they could go out and and see but you're you're distinguished in that way and so you're adding value and so people are probably going to come to you and be attracted to you so this particular one i like a lot i think that an alpha works hard to distinguish himself as an alpha he rises up he looks different and and all of these other things fit into that he looks different he, he comports himself differently he acts different he's distinguished he's distinguishable apart from the rest of the the herd the rest of the crowd he's the buffalo in the in the in the herd who's got the a little his shoulders are a little broader his horns a little longer it's a little sharper you know what i mean like yeah. he's there in the herd but there's just something about that one and that's what an alpha is and that's what an alpha seeks to do that's awesome so we've talked a little bit about what is our basic message and uh where are we going to go from here you know I, i'm interested in expanding the influence of this thing we've been around for a couple of years um 11, downloads on our podcast i just think that we, we do have a unique message and that is that this is not about abs and, you know, getting more women under your belt. This is about being a good man and the best man that you can be. And uh, we just want to, you know, expand and broaden the reach. Uh, talking about some get-togethers. We've already, Mike, well, and this is Mike's thing. Mike's been doing this for years, man, Richmond. You'll see things come through on there or homie home evening which is uh, maybe you can explain that a little bit, but we're going to have things like that, some maybe annual events coming up. These are more like quarterly. You've done a few times a year. We're, we're under quarantine now. We, we would have had one, but uh, talk about Man Richmond, Mike. Yeah, I think we're going to miss two. We've already had one in February that we missed, and then there would be one in June around Father's Day. I'm not sure if that's going to go down. 
So man, Richmond was something that we started a couple years ago and it's basically just like a backyard DIY car show, gun show, you know, show and tell dude, show off table, bring your cool stuff, um, sit around, eat good food. We've always had like first class, high level, you know, catering, good food. And, um, one of the things that guys in my personal experience, if there's a get together, if there's dudes who get together, it's around a sporting event, which is f- completely cool and legit and totally valid. And so it's a um, it's a it's a fight or a basketball game or a playoff thing, and that's that's a thousand percent awesome. And I want guys to do that. There are um, I think many versions of a of a of a dude get together, and my my personal version is cars and guns and motorcycles and, um, you know, a table full of cool things that you have in your garage or that you want to show off. So for me, if I'm going to do it, if you're going to come to my house and I'm going to feed you and we're going to have a, a throwdown, that's what it looks like. So um, these man enrichments, homie home evenings, that's that's how we roll. That's what we do. And uh, we typically will do three a year, but this year looks like it's going to be stunted out. Maybe just we'll do the one in November. We do Chuck Norris's birthday in February, and then we do Father's Day, the sun, the Saturday before the Sunday of Father's Day, and then we do the November one. Um, but as Brad just mentioned, one of the things as we roll out of this whole coronavirus mess is putting together some of these events where we can um, – get face-to-face with guys that we're seeing on Facebook, guys that are listening, guys that we're, we're seeing in the comments and who want those those chances to hang out. And so we were just talking about earlier, coming and we would love to hear your ideas. So call, email, text, carrier pigeon, send us a, a Vine. I don't even know what I'm saying. But, <laughs> but get with us. A Periscope? What were we talking about earlier? <laughs> TikTok. A TikTok. Send us a TikTok. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Send us a TikTok and, and share with us what you would imagine, what some sort of like weekend, a retreat, a get-together, a shooting event, um, uh, off-roading, camping, something. We're sort of open to all ideas and all suggestions. And so if you've got a vision in mind of something to get 20 or 30 dudes together and have a campfire. I mean, I was just telling you about the we kind of did a version of that on motorcycles last week. If there's something, some some um some bro down that you have thought about or maybe you've done or maybe you've participated in and you'd like to see that happen, we're open to those suggestions. So we're laying out the the blank piece of paper here before all of you homies saying what would you like to see? How would you like to interact with each other and with us? And, and let's let's get that going. Let's get it going. So in general, you know, you're listening to this right now because you're interested. You're listening. You Maybe you've followed us. Maybe you've just gotten tuned in to what we're doing. But I hope you see that this is a little bit different than what you've heard before. What can you do to help? Listen to the show. Share it. Subscribe. Leave a rating review. Uh, be engaged on the new Facebook group. If you're not involved, it's just Facebook dot com slash groups slash alpha quorum and uh, that's the private closed facebook nobody will know that you're on that page or he see what your comments are if you if you need to vent awesome things about your wife no one will see that unless they're also in the group with us um, so like and comment on other people's posts that kind of that gives them a little bit of love back um, invite your friends to that to that private group as well what else can you do i would say become alpha yourself 
and love on some dudes who can become that too. So many men are just, they're failing because they don't have the right kind of support. Maybe you're already there. You've already reached some place of, you know, you're feeling good about where you are. Find someone that you can lift up and do that. Also, we'd love your ideas about content, things for the show. Um, if you know, one of the things I wanted to do, and we started this a while back, but it just took time and I didn't have that, but I want to highlight alphas, you know, the average alpha, the dad out there who's taking his daughter to the dance and he's dressed up in some weird costume and whatever. Uh, we did a thing for a while called Fatherhood Friday. So if you know some just super cool alphas or some people who are really demonstrating the, the, the characteristics that we're trying to teach, share them with us. Tell us about them kind of behind the scenes offline. And uh, we'd like to highlight those guys. Also, the idea of uh, volunteers. You know, maybe you have some expertise with graphic design. I mean, pretty much for the last couple of years, all of our <clears throat> all of our stuff has been created by me. <laughs> And Genius! That's, that's it's pretty, great, high level stuff, man. It's pretty. It's tough to do. I have uh, six kids, and I and I own a business, and I, uh, you know, doing this. So I've done the graphic design and the sound work and social media and all that stuff. So if you're passionate about what we're doing, you believe in what we're doing, you see where this thing could could go. Uh, we could use some some assistance if you want to volunteer. If you have a special talent with uh, anything creative, or you're a great writer. Or you can do things virtually. You know, we've had people here from Canada and Australia and England and all over the world, Taiwan. So if you, even if you live far away, feel free because there's plenty we can put you to work doing. Um, we just want to know that you would, you know, give it a fair shot and have some sort of commitment to it or have the time. Appreciate what you guys have uh, shared with us so far. I think this new Facebook group is going to really show us where we're at and show us uh, what the needs of men are out there. Uh, any last thoughts here on kind of introduction to the Alpha Quorum, Mike? I think that the Alpha Quorum seeks to help out guys who are looking for brotherhood and fellowship. If you're getting it somewhere and you feel fulfilled and it is working for you, then pour, pour more into that. Like, we don't want converts, and we're not starting anything to, to become converted to. So if you've got a good vehicle already, tell in, in fact, tell us about it. Tell us why you like it. Tell us what works, because we're nothing more. Look, here's, here's kind of the way I see this. There's a lot of groups out there you can jump into. There's a lot of uh, free stuff, pay stuff. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of gurus out there. There's a lot of guys blowing a trumpet and saying, follow me. And in a way, I guess maybe that's what we're doing a little bit too. All of those, they're blowing a particular trumpet and making a particular music. And you, you either like it or you don't. You hear it and it's your song or it's not. You resonate with it or you don't. So, you know, Mike and Brad, Brad and Mike, and the guys who are along this little journey with us, we are who we are. And you're listening to us and it either... You know, we chime the bell or we don't. If we do, then the Alpha Quorum is for you and the guys in it want to, wanna, you know, walk the road with you. If it's not, that's completely cool. Keep your eyes open and keep looking because there's somebody out there. And I think that every, every dude will do well, whether that group, men's group is in his church or in his 4-H club or his BPOE group or 
Forsters International. What are some of those other fraternal groups? You know, yeah, it's Masons, uh, Masons, Elks Lodge, whatever. It, it doesn't even matter. It's the bowling league. It's um, it's homies in your fantasy football team, like softball team. Yep. Who cares if you've got that and you're plugged into that? Stay exactly plugged into that because you're supporting them and they're supporting you. We are doing what we're doing because this is what I would want to create selfishly. I'm doing this for me. Everything that we do, everything that we're sort of like throwing out there, I'm, I'm on board. Brad's a genius for starting this. I'm just lucky to be a part of it. And I'm on board because this is exactly what I want and need for myself. And so if somebody else jumps on the skateboard too, and they say, I like where this is going, let's go together. Good on them. Again, I just, I just want it for me. I'm just selfish and looking to make sure this is something that works for me and helps me. So all of that to say, thank you. Thank you for participating. Thank you for listening to this stuff. Thank you for giving us comments and giving us feedbacks and being on board. And um, the beauty of this really at the end of the day for me is one less guy spinning out, dropping out, and, and closing out, right? Too many of us are too many of us are flaming out. So if there's only one guy, if this message, if this whole mission or whatever you call it, if we touch one guy and we pull one guy up the ladder, it's good. You invented the term alpha up. To bring us home with what does it mean to alpha up? Alpha up, alpha up means to ooh, that's a good one. You threw me there. I wasn't right. <laughs> Uh, let's both, let's both give three sentences on that. You go first. So there's a lot of criticism out there about the term man up, you know, because that, that there's, you know, the, I don't know, I guess maybe the feminists or certain people would, would say there's, there's some gender problem with saying man up or whatever. And, um, I don't know, just in one of the shows, Mike spontaneously kind of said, it's time to alpha up and it just kind of stuck. And I love that. I love that phrase. That's, I even have it right here in my office as a little reminder to myself that that means I can be better. I can be brighter. I can grow. I can be more of those, the red nine, those attributes that we mentioned before. I can step up. I can be more. I can be better. I can change. That's what it means. Damn. Alpha means I can change. I'm supposed to say something after that. <laughs> uh, to alpha up to me means taking full and complete responsibility, looking reality in the face and acknowledging that it sucks often life often sucks balls it's tough it's ugly it's bloody it's messy it's disgusting sometimes it's hopeless sometimes it's just a disaster and it seems like there is no way out and around that and the the truth of the matter is is that's all in my head it's none of those things it's i perceive it to be those things but it is absolutely none of those things Life is all that I possess in my own power to, to frame it and to believe that it is. So if I believe it's those things, it will be those things, and I'll go down that road and receive those outcomes. Like that's what will be served to me, that kind of outcome. What it means to me to alpha up is to believe differently and to, and to work towards a different reality because to alpha up to me means I'm going to live a life where I may step in shit, 
I'm going to clean it off, and I'm going to ask you if you will help me get it out of the little grooves in the bottom of my shoes. Remember those Nike shoes back in the day, and they had the zigzag thing? We had a dog. This is a true story. We had a dog, and I would step in that sometimes, the dog crap with those shoes, and it was a bugger to get it out. And I felt very like, like I'd take a stick and I'd grind it out, but you would help me. Together, we'd get it all out. And my perception of my own life would change because you're with me and you're fighting the same fight with me because today it's on my shoe. Tomorrow it'll be on yours. And so it's all this circle and we're helping each other through the whole journey and the whole process. And I believe an alpha believes differently. An alpha believes that he will achieve. He will overcome an alpha to alpha up means that I have to accept my reality but I'm not going to stay in that reality. I have to accept it because to fight against it is fruitless and pointless. So I will accept where I am in this moment. And then in the next moment, I'm going to take a step in a different direction. And I'm going to, I'm going to climb a ladder and I'm going to, I'm going to rely on you and you're going to help. You're going to push me from behind. (laughs) It's going to be, and it's probably going to be ugly because it's going to be me slipping off steps of a ladder and you pushing my ass on the bottom and I'm and like you got shit on your shoes and I got shit on my <laughs> shoes and I'm probably like sitting on your head and but and it's probably gonna look like a like a comedy show but we're going up the steps we're climbing it together and so that's what alpha up means to me is to move forward and to want better and to believe better and to and then eventually we'll be better that's what it is that's what it is all right brothers this is uh this is this is a movement. This is not just a this is not just a fun show. We're trying to reach people. We're trying to reach men who need men in their life. So get us connected. You connect with us and get those people connected. All we're trying to do we we put in hundreds of hours, hundreds of dollars, lots of investment in our time and just mental energy. All we're trying to do, like Mike said, is save the guy. Save one guy. We just want to meet one person where we can help him. All right, brothers, for this episode, have a good night. Peace out. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of the Alpha Quorum Show. We believe that men change their lives by engaging with a tribe to improve their actions, attitudes, and attributes. You can check out the show notes on our website at alphacorum.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to our show. Hey, this is a podcast, not therapy. So even though we may feature professionals on the show, this is not intended as therapeutic advice. If you need someone to talk to, please reach out to us and we can get you pointed in the right direction. Until next time, gentlemen, Alpha Up. Gentlemen, you are the Alpha, and this is the Alpha Quorum.